all their hajj to be pleased with them to accept their duas alhamdulillah several of our musallis have also gone for hajj we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the hajj easy for them uh, to ease the path to his happiness and to his pleasure and to accept their ibadat and their duas we ask allah to accept the duas of all those who will make dua in Arafat, inshallah, and to include us in those du'as. In, uh, for this reason, inshallah, starting <coughs> yesterday, we started that, a series of uh, reminders with respect to what is Hajj. Hajj is the, is an ibadah that is an expression of the love of the slave for his Rabb. All ibadah is the expression of the love of the slave for his Rabb, but especially Hajj. <coughs> hajj is an ibadah that was, that begins or began with the construction of the Kaaba by Ibrahim salam and his son Ismail salam. And in the Kitab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Nabi about whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks and expresses and speaks and mentions him in connection with his love for Allah is Ibrahim salam. Obviously, all the Anbiya, they loved Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loved them. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala highlighted different things about different Anbiya. And about Ibrahim salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala highlighted this connection between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. And he called him Khalilullah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned and connected Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam with Ibrahim alayhi salam directly. And he mentioned and connected us as the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam as the Millat of Ibrahim alayhi salam. We, we are the we are connected with all the Anbiya of Allah because we are insha'Allah on the path of Tawheed which all the Anbiya preached. But as I mentioned, there are special and specific connections and that connection with Ibrahim is a very specific and special connection that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala connected us with. And the root and foundation of this connection is the Hajj, is the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Hajj is the expression of this love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how is this how is this love to be expressed? And that is what Hajj teaches us. And the principal lesson that Hajj teaches us is that the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to be expressed not as we wish but as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes. The love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to be expressed through complete and total and unquestioning obedience to the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
these are the three conditions total mm -hmm. obedience and unquestioning obedience to the ahkam of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you take the if you take the logic or if you take a logical approach to hajj for example then hajj is the most illogical of everything if you think about it it begins with putting on an ihram which is a set of clothes that is neither graceful nor is it comfortable it covers part of the body it doesn't cover the other part of the body and it's difficult to manage in the cold it doesn't protect you and it is cold it's you feel cold normally in ibadat we are it is recommended that we cover our head as a matter of respect for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for the ibadah but in the hajj it is the opposite you take the head covering off then we go and we make tawaf of the kaaba and even though allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said make hajj to the baitullah in the quran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned make hajj to the house of allah on the day of hajj which is 9th of dhul hijjah where are the hujjaj they are in arafat they are nowhere near the kaaba and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said the one who has not stood in arafat has not done hajj for all the other things if you don't do it and so on some things there is pardon without any uh, dham in some other cases you have to uh, sacrifice and so on but for arafat if you did not stand in arafat, that's why they have all those big boards saying arafat the, the boundary ends here and instead of being in, inside the boundary and the boundary uh, in masjid and nimra the boundary is through the masjid so if you are praying in some other saf other outside of the boundary on the day of arafat if you are not there then you have to come back the next year and do the whole hajj there is no dam to be given there is no fine to be paid your hajj is not valid at all so on the day of hajj you are somewhere else you are not near the kaaba somebody says allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his kitab he said make hajj to the baitullah on the day of hajj i am going to make tawaf of the kaaba 24 hours no your hajj is not hajj it is not accepted it is not hajj you are somewhere else and then you come and you throw stones at the pillars at the places where ibrahim alayhi salam the shaitan tried to uh, mislead ibrahim alayhi salam and the stones are symbolic to say that we throw we throw stones at the shaitan and what logic is there in that you want to resist the shaitan so fine but why must you go to a particular place and throw a stone away and then we make the sacrifice the udhiya for what ibrahim alayhi salam made the sacrifice and then if you long before that when you come to the uh, arkan of uh, of umrah itself and hajj sahi between safa and marwa hazar alayhi salam she had to do it or she did it because her son was there and so on there's some why are you doing it why am i doing it why are we running between those two green lines there is only one answer there is only one logical answer to all this illogical behavior apparently illogical behavior what is the logical answer we do it for the love of allah because allah subhanahu wa taala set these as the arkan of hajj he said these as the 
things to do during Hajj and during Umrah. There is no other, there is a logical answer to apparently illogical things is the most logical of all answers, which is we do it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us to do it. Complete and total and unquestioning obedience. So Hajj is an expression of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu. And the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu is expressed through obedience to Him. Not through disobedience. Not through disobedience. Today we have this very peculiar uh, concept in the minds of people where they think they can disobey Allah and they say, No, but Allah is Ghafur Rahim. Nobody denied that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Ghafur Rahim. How can we deny when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned it Himself? But Allah also mentioned that He is Shadidu Liqab. That he is very severe in punishing. So if you are taking the dalil of Ghafurur Rahim from the kitab of Allah, then how can you leave another dalil from the same kitab where Allah said Shadidul Iqab? So one must fear the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why with respect to the Hajj, Nabi Wasallam did not say this with respect to other things, but with respect to the Hajj. Rasulullah said, the one who has the means to make Hajj in terms of his health and his wealth, the one who has the means to make Hajj and does not make Hajj and dies without making Hajj, on the day of judgment he will be resurrected with the Yahud and Nasara. Such a severe wa'id, such a severe warning with respect to this. Why? Because the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the foundation of this deed. If there is no love of Allah, then there is no Islam. And that love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is expressed in this ibadah of Hajj. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also made it for only once in your whole life. May Allah give us the opportunity to make Hajj again and again. But the fard is only once. And once the fard is over, it's over. Inshallah, if you, if you never make another Hajj for the rest of your life, no problem. And that is the reason why this is the only ibadah. Of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives sins and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks for excuses to forgive sins. You shake hands with a Muslim brother, Allah forgives sins. You smile at a, at a brother, Allah forgives sins. You make wudu, Allah forgives sins. You know, and so on and so on and so on. Many, many places. But the ibadah about which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically mentioned and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa gave us this bashara where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala completely and totally forgives all sins is the hajj. And Nabi Sallallahu said, the reward of Hajj is that when the person completes Hajj, he is as if he was born from his mother's womb on that day. Completely clean. Absolutely sinless. Everything has been forgiven. Why? Because this is the return of the one who you expressed your love for. And if Allah loves you, then what is the result? So this is the issue of Hajj. Inshallah, we will talk more about this uh, as we go forward. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to understand the meaning and the value of the Hajj. Those of us who are doing it, Alhamdulillah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept their Hajj. Those of us who are not doing it this year, if we have not done it until now, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to do it next year. Make the niyyah and make the arrangements. There is this ridiculous uh, belief in the minds of some people uh, where they say that 
یو نو کال ہیز ٹو کم بلاوا نہیں آیا تک حج نہیں کر سکتا دس کائنڈ آف اسٹیٹمنٹ از ایکچولی ایکوزیشن آف انجسٹس آن اللہ پلیز ڈونٹ میک دس اسٹوپڈ اسٹیٹمنٹس اللہ سبحان تعالیٰ میڈ حج فرد آن ایوری باڈی اینڈ نبی صلی اللہ سیڈ دا ون ڈز ناٹ میک حج وین یو کین میک حج ول بی ریزارٹیڈ ود یہود نسار اینڈ دین یو سے اللہ یو کین اونلی گو فار اللہ کال سو اللہ میک سم تھنگ فار اینڈ دین یو اونلی کال سم پیپل سو دی ادر پیپل ہو ڈڈ ناٹ میک حج ایون دو دے کوڈ میک حج نا یو وانٹ ٹو بلیم دیٹ آن اللہ اینڈ سی ول یو نیور کال می سو دین اللہ از انجسٹ بیکاز ہی از کالنگ سم پیپل اینڈ از ناٹ کالنگ سم پیپل بٹ ہی میڈ فرد آن ایوری باڈی لاہل ridiculous and superstitions and ridiculous nonsense hajj is fard whatever allah made fard is responsibility is squarely on our shoulders there's no bulawa and bhijawa and what not right it is our job to make hajj so make the arrangements go get a passport go get visas buy tickets or whatever is required keep money and ensure that you make hajj at the first opportunity which will be inshallah next year He asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us health and wealth and keep us in that state so that we can make hajj if we haven't made it. And for of course those of, who, uh, those of us who have made hajj, we ask Allah to enable us and give us the opportunity to make hajj again and again so that we can make hajj for ourselves and for uh, other people because this is another benefit of hajj that you can make hajj for other people who have passed away and so on. So inshallah we ask Allah for this and we ask Allah to save us from all sorts of superstitions and nonsensical beliefs. And we ask Allah to enable us to express our love for Him, Jalla Jalaluhu, and to accept this from us. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyil kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajmain. Bi rahmatika wa rahmatullahi.